0: September 9, 1996. We went to the tax deed sale and Wendell Williams started right away trying to get Don to buy a parking lot that could not be used and a strip of waterfront land that was too narrow for EPC setbacks. I explained to Don why these would not be good investments and he started yelling at me and saying that he was going to do anything he wanted and no one was going to stop him. I know that. That's been the problem for a long time now. I was able to keep him distracted long enough so that he did not bid. And before I go on to the next part so that you understand that a little bit more if you're not in real estate for a living. So there was a uh, very small piece of ground in downtown Tampa that had Mm -hmm. been used where there was like a culvert for water uh, transmission. So what happens a lot of times is when they build a building or even a subdivision what the developer will do is they'll take some piece of the property and they'll set it aside as a conservation easement so like places that back up to a swamp those um, are conservation easements that means you can't build on that property it was set aside as part of their ability to get the zoning that they got for that land in some cases they do it for stormwater runoff which was the case with this very very small piece of property Then what happens is the people who own the building say, I can't build anything on that. I can't use it for anything. It doesn't give me any value. It's just property I'm paying taxes on. So they stop paying their taxes on it. And that's how it ends up going up for a tax deed sale. But just by virtue of owning that property, you can't do whatever you want to do to it if it's been set aside for something like that, which it had been. So that was why he couldn't use that. With the EPC setbacks, the Environmental Protection Commission, says that you can't build anything within 50 feet of a waterway, so what Don was buying was a little strip of land that was like, I forget now, but it was less than 50 feet wide, so you couldn't put anything on it. You couldn't construct anything there. You could never make anything valuable out of it. You can't put a fence up and keep people from getting to the water, which was the kind of thing that Don loved to try and do, and he never won at it once, but he just kept doing stupid things like that. He, He bought... You know how gated communities have an air, I don't know, I may talk about this later in the diary, but gated communities have like a little guardhouse and you have to go through the guardhouse in order to get into the gated community. Well, that was the same thing with that developer. Once they sold all the houses, they didn't want to pay taxes on that, so they just stopped paying taxes on that piece. And Don bought it and then put up a gate and was trying to charge people to get to and from their house you can't do that kind of stuff, but you couldn't tell him any different. And so that was why I was trying to keep him distracted long enough that he couldn't actually bid money on it. And another reason that was really important to keep him from being misled by Wendell to buy these things is if you do like we did, bought a lot of property in five different counties around here, if you go to the courthouse and you say that you're going to bid a certain amount or you do bid a certain amount on a piece of property you have until four o'clock that day to pay for it and if you don't pay for it then they have to go through the whole process of advertising and bringing it back up for sale and there's a lot of expense and mostly hassle that is involved in that and they will not let you bid again ever so I couldn't take a chance of Don screwing around out there and causing us to lose our ability to buy property because that's how we bought most of our property was at tax deed sales and foreclosure sales. So if he were to take away our ability to do business, they're not gonna look at me and say, well, you can bid but not done because we're a married couple. So that was why it was really important not to let him try to cheat people or um, misuse the bidding process. So for the second part of this, after the sale, Don and I went to see his new divorce attorney, Gail Porter Esquire. Don has a deposition scheduled for today for his daughter, Linda Sanchez, in the case of Gladys Lewis Cross, in the case that Gladys Lewis Cross filed trying to get more money. They had been divorced for six years, but now she had run out of money and wanted to come back and get more. It was the first time I had met Porter, and I thought he seemed like a down to earth sort of person. Don promised to give him $50,000 if he wins and zero if he loses, and Porter took the case.